Welcome back to another episode of uh, Northern Ruckus. I'm here with my boy, Big Jimbo. Jimbo, I'm in the cut. What's up? Yes, sir. How you been, bro? Been good, man. Big week for you, huh? I know. I'm keeping busy, man. Yeah, I saw you drop some EDM tracks saying you're a clubber now. Is huh? it you trying to go to rap? Eh, 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 I don't know. Eh. I don't it was know. definitely EDM trap. Is it really? It wasn't a few, rap. A few people, like, I wouldn't say it was rap, but I would say, like, hip hop. Like, hip hop to me is more like a cultural thing. And it's like, I came at it from the point of view where it's like, I, I feel like EDM and techno and all that stuff is his own culture. Like, you know? Well, let's say you, like, you went on an EDM beat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. EDM beat. 100%, 100%. And you didn't necessarily rap, you did more singing vocal shit. Yeah. So it's like to say it's a hip hop slash rap song. Oh, not rap, opinion. not rap, not rap at all. Just hip hop slash EDM. I would say EDM slash EDM. Hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> yo, shout hey, out, hey, yeah. shout out Damian Birdsy, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, former guest on the former show. Former guest. Man. He, yo, he did his thing because because you gotta remember, I I I did it. Whatever we liked how it sounded, but fam, like a few days later, he hit me up like, yo. How you think this sounds? Like, simulate all chopped up and shit. Yeah. So fire. Yeah, I never heard myself sound <laughs> No, like it was that, a banger. Right? It was definitely a banger. Because, yeah. like, I don't know about you, but, like, everybody that I know that heard the song said, yo, this shit's catchy. Like, mm -hmm. it's always just a catchy, like, hook. Like, you know, the vibe of it. But I'm like, yeah, yeah this guy, J Jimmy, wants to be able to go to Veld and shit. <laughs> yeah, right? This guy I, said, fuck Bristol. What's bro, the one in if the me UK? and Damien went to Veld, that'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we just did, like, member base mentality. Yeah. If we started some small shit like that, that'd be so cool. Like, I, bro, the thing for me is, like, the music thing for me is strictly for fun at this point. Yeah. I'm not at all doing it for money. I can tell because you just dropped that shit randomly on Instagram one day. Yeah. Like, I, you showed me the, the the actual music video. I was like, yo, this is sick. Uh, I was like, you have any plans for this? He's like, no, nah, nothing yet. I'm going to figure it out. And then, like, a week later, I saw you just drop it on Instagram. I'm like, oh, shit. I'll, I'll be real, man. Just, like, taking away all the stress from music felt so good. And I know some people will be like, man, just deal with it. You're a great artist. But it's like, nah, like... The, the music uh, business side of things really ruined a lot of shit with music for me. Not, mm. That's not knock on anything or anyone. Maybe I'm just bad at the music business, you know? But I love music and, you know, having to do all this and not worry about that side of things was really just Rappers refreshing. be saying that shit all the time, though. Like, they're, they're, they lost... I, well, one thing that I always say, first off, is every artist's, like, blow-up album is always their best album. Yeah. Because, like, once they blow up and then they get signed by a label, they, it, it could be their first or third or second... It's like one of their earlier albums, like let's say like A Boogie Artist. That album was amazing. Yeah. And it's like, it's not that he doesn't make good music after that. It's just like, I feel like the passion isn't there anymore. Right. Yeah. So it's like, nigga, like you're like, even like J. Cole, like if you look at like the come up or like Friday Night Lights, nothing he did with the label was better than that. Even yeah. if you like, you don't want to say you got taken advantage by the label. It's just like the pressure and then the deals and then the timelines and all that stuff mm -hmm. definitely just hinders the music. And it's like, if for you, you everyone's like, oh, where's blue? Uh, like yeah, blue, blue Mercedes. Mercedes where's blue Mercedes? Harassed. So it's like you have pressure on that. <laughs> so then now when you drop an EDM album, it's like or EDM song, everyone's gonna be like, is that blue Mercedes or is that just a random know, song? Right? But it's EDM, so it can't be blue Mercedes, right? Yeah, it can't really. I mean, I shit, bro. Like, with with that type of stuff, I'm not gonna lie, okay. To keep it a hundred percent, a hundred with the fans, I did a little bit of a social experiment on them. A lot of the music that I had stashed away for Blue Mercedes, that was some of my best songs ever. I just went and boom, put it on um, in case we don't make it to tomorrow. My whole thing was like, yo, I could die at any moment. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we dropped this music, see how people react to it. I made sure to put zero dollars into marketing, zero effort into marketing. I wanted to see if the music would carry itself. Because like I said, I could have put money and marketing behind this and, and called it Blue Mercedes. Yeah. But I wanted to see if my fans would the music carry. And my biggest, biggest fans came to me saying like, I love this. This is amazing. I want more. But then, like, all the casual fans were like, okay, but we want Blue Mercedes. Or, like, oh, well, what about Eric Dingus? Or, like, you know, and it's just, like, it's not to hate on anyone. But, like, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of some of my fans. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, like, it's like you guys are just, you're looking for something that has already happened. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're trying to live in a moment that already happened, like, people's, like, I heard someone complaining about Lil Wayne's last project. It's like, bro, Lil Wayne has, like, 18 fire projects. Yeah. Go listen to them if you want to fire Lil Wayne But project. it's also, like... If Drake was ever to to tease, because you do tease Blue Mercedes yeah, somewhat, yeah, I definitely. If, do. if Drake was ever to tease like a Take Care Part Two, yeah, yeah, I'd be kind of wild. It would, it would, I'd be would. wild. And it's like I, niggas, I, doesn't matter how many albums Drake drops, they're gonna be like, "Where's Take Care Two? Yeah, yeah. Like, but you know like I mean? said, it was a little experiment for myself and for the people. For me to just be like, "Yo, it's not all about the music." And with rap, I've realized a lot in the past couple of years, you're really selling a lifestyle more so than selling music. Mm -hmm. When it comes to rap, like. The hottest artists like that, sorry, not not the hottest artists don't make the best music. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you see the hottest artists to get on remixes of the best songs. 
Because it's just about being that guy, being in the rap industry, living this lifestyle that people look up to and stuff. Like, you know, and it's just like for me, like all that business side of things, I wasn't really like in love with it because it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Plus, you have the whole back end of thing where, once again, not to hate on anybody, but you got to remember now, a lot of people want to be in the music industry. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't have the talent to be in it. They want to be in it, though. So, like, how could I get my foot in the door? And, like, they do shady deals and shit like that. And, like, they leech themselves onto people who they know are talented, who don't have the business acumen that they do. And they use that to get into the music industry. Like, you know... Like songwriters and like stuff like that. Songwriters same and shit like that. But I'm more, I, I, I'm more so mean like executives and shit like that. Oh, a yeah. lot of these music executives are not people with backgrounds in music. They're people with backgrounds in business who love the music game and know how to make money off of artists. And like you have all these artists who love the craft and wanted to make music who get manipulated into these fucked up deals that make these people money. And by the time they wake up and turn around, it's like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And like that's why what, what I say like I don't really like the music industry. But Back to the topic of what my song and all that has been is the best reception I got for music in a long time, which went to show me for one thing, I got to have fun with it. Mm -hmm. Right. So people could also feel my energy because when I did the whole in case we don't make it to tomorrow thing, it was from a pretty dark place, like you know, and people don't like that stuff like energy and all that type of stuff is real. People could feel the vibration. Right. So it's like, yeah, I feel like with this one, people are like, man, I love it. I want to see more of this type of vibe from you. I had people hit me up who haven't talked to me about music in years. Talking about, I love this song, man. This meant so much for me. I really needed that. Had my mom hitting me up like, oh, like, this is my favorite song you ever made. Like, you know, like yeah. all kind of stuff. So it was cool. It was definitely cool. It made me feel good. It reminded me of when I first dropped music ever. Like, it, it, made, me, it made me feel like that again. Like, it was just so brand like new. Like Buck brand Rogers new days? Not Buck Rogers days. <laughs> <laughs> pray times. Like, when I dropped Pray and then God We Trust. It felt like, it felt like that again. Yeah, I, I, I get I get what you're saying. Like, I, I get the energies and the vibes. Because, like, I remember... um. Your my favorite song you ever made, you never released, and it's like everybody who ever heard the song would say it was your best song you ever made. Yeah, and you invisible never released monsters, it. Man. Invisible Shout monsters, out to all yeah. Ones who ever heard invisible and your monsters. response to me always since then that was probably like fifteen years ago. Yeah, probably like when you were probably like fifteen, like when you were just starting. That was before you were Jimmy Prime. Yeah, and, way before. And like that song, you would always say, "I can't remake it because it's not the same vibe. Yeah. You're not on the same energy." But it's like objective. I would, I can't say objectively, but subjectively. Everyone I know that heard both all your songs, like all the all the Mandem, they would say that's your best song. Like, huh? I didn't release it because I don't have the files. This is a YouTube beat. Yeah, this that, is back that in the day. The, the YouTube link doesn't even exist anymore. It was also off of like an old Kid Cudi beat. Yeah, yeah. It was like no, then. it was a Kid Cudi inspired beat yeah. on YouTube, and it's like yeah, I went and got that. It was fire. I recorded it, and it's like all the files are like. I recorded it with a ten dollar mic. Yeah, like, and then, I think that's what I was saying. And it's like, yo, you have to, you should re-record it now. I like, all of a sudden, re- remake it. I've looked for the beat. I can't find it. And it's like, anyone who's made music knows that like the beat is everything. And it's like, I don't even. I, I think I might have the song on one of my friends' iPod to try to find the BPM. I, I remember I had it on my old phone when I had the Samsung. It's just Galaxy been one of those things, like, bro, bro. People don't realize how hard it is to recreate things sometimes. Like, yeah. it's like it's literally a moment. So it's like you're trying to say like recreate a moment. I could recreate it, but I'm telling you, it won't come out the same. Yeah, like, no, for sure. Won't. But it's like also, it won't come out the same. But there was only like less than fifty years that I ever heard it originally, right? Yeah. So it's like even if you get still like my like I've I've been pitching this for years because I'm all, from it's these always invisible monsters. Hey. I live in the concert. Was born in the booth. The, <laughs> the demo tapes that, that was war with the, the troops. troops. These bodies falling up from, from the, the floor, floor to the roof. We killing them. them. Yeah, that song was a banger. <laughs> yeah, bro. all my friends know the words. <laughs> yeah, and that song too. was a. Banger. But honestly, like, bro, like, like, and this is what I'll say to anyone out there who's watching who like is believing in themselves to make music or anything like that. Like, or if you could show this to someone who you know is making music, it's like. Man, those were really the glory days for me as an artist. That was before like, that. Like that was back in like No, but I'm saying like for me, fam, like for me, like I I always make music growing up six, seven, eight, nine, whatever. I'd do little raps and shit. But that was the first time where I had made songs and put them down, them. enjoyed them, and then other people enjoyed them as well and were memorizing mm-hmm. my lyrics and shit like that. And we would be we would be having conversations and shit, and niggas would be like be quoting lines and shit like that. It's like that's when I first started to realize, like, oh, I can be an artist. Yeah. Jermaine t- had told me before that. Jermaine was like, yo, fam, I see when you rap, da-da-da-da-da. And then like from then I started to try to make songs. And that was the first song that I made that was like a hit that like all my friends were were vibing to and everything. And it's just like yeah, for, for me personally, it's like, bro, that that changed my whole life. So it doesn't I don't get too caught up in the world needs to hear it and this and that. Like it did what it did for me. I like, think the world know? needs to hear that song. Shit, maybe, man. Maybe one day. One day, honestly, bro, if we could find the file, I'll just fucking I'll do some ghetto shit. Just drop <laughs> just, it. Just record it and, and just put it out bad yeah. quality or whatever the fuck. Like just so you had that little reference, put out a little YouTube video or something, you know? Like 
I was like that shit anyways growing up. Like, oh, like unheard Biggie Smalls freestyle. Like, yeah, that was like the old YouTube. And that was before AI. Now AI is going to just be like, oh, that's not actually him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yo, what I want to say before we move on is, did you take in, you dropped this video. You, I know you were saying like, because you don't want it. You're doing it for the love of it. You want it to be fun. Drop the video on Instagram. First off, I don't really see artists dropping music videos on Instagram. Maybe it's because of label shit. Or maybe it's because like YouTube is the platform to do all that. Yeah. But you just did that shit like 12 hours, 18 hours later, fucking you see Drake doing the exact same thing for the first time. Do you think you think their team had a meeting like, yo, Jimmy just did this. We're dropping our album. Why not just do this? Like, we don't need to do a big rollout. You're Instagram. Everybody's on Instagram. Like, let's drop it on Instagram. Uh, I'll say this to directly respond to it. Do I think that's a possibility? Yes. But do I think that they would say like, well, we don't need a big rollout? No, like they still did a huge rollout. It's just like. That doesn't take away from that. And it's just like, for me personally, that's what my whole thing was. It's like, man, like I'm not, I don't, I don't need everyone to click this YouTube link. If everyone's going to see it through Instagram, let everyone see it through Instagram. That was my whole thinking. Mm -hmm. It's like that link is a middleman at that point. I'm depending on people to click that link. I don't need that. And for me, it's like I said, I'm not trying to make money off of this shit. So I think Drake is also one of those artists who's in a unique position where he doesn't have to care about money yeah. where he could just do whatever the fuck he wants. So maybe like, yeah, it's easy for him to do it. But like, yeah, me personally, I haven't really seen it a lot. I just think that, like like you said, the labels would be what gets in the way of that. And that's mm-hmm. why I say, like, bro, it was so stress-free for me to not have to talk to anybody about this drop. You know, go through this person, that person. What do you think about this? Like, all right, are we going to make money? Okay, let's, let's make sure we contact such and such and before the drop. Bro, all that shit just gets in the way of creativity and art. And it's just like, yeah, I might not ever be the most successful artist, but I just like to be an artist. I like to be a pure artist. And, like, when you see my shit... Would know that when my heart is in it, like it's coming from a good place. Cause it's like, yeah, that's why I stopped with all that other shit. It was just taken away from like, like, you know, my vibe and shit. But yeah, to answer your question, do I think he took it? No. Like, I think maybe they could have been slightly inspired. Maybe it's a possibility. But even with all that shit, in, in general, whenever I see shit like that, bro, it's like, I've been inspired by Drake before. I've been inspired by a lot of artists before. Like, if, if anyone's ever inspired by me, it's cool. Then I'm just at the table with everyone else. Like, you know, that's why I'm be like, you know, considered in a conversation with these people at the end of the day anyway. So if they do do it, it's just an honor, right? Mm-hmm. I only ask because, like, I do know, like, their team is, like, connected to you. Like, they yeah. have people following you and shit. So it is a possibility. And you're working with them again, doing, like, yeah. that, that gay modeling shit. What? <laughs> what, you, what you, what we, like, you know? Whatever you say, man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, like, we, we, pose we, up, pasa, pasa. Right, yeah. But we know. we. Have, I have a lot of connections to those guys. Sometimes I'll, I'll look at it, I'll be like, I'll, I'll look at, like, all the friends that we have in common with like you know certain people and it's like yeah bro it's like a huge part of like my network is like like these these like ovo and reps up guys like you know i know a lot of them for sure Mm -hmm. like we're super cool that's why sometimes people come at me a certain type of way and it's just like like man it's not like we're we're best of friends like me and me and drake like we don't we don't talk all the time and shit but the respect has always been there like my my toes have never been stepped on necessarily like you know and i know i've i've never tried to step on his if it's happened inadvertently either way that's one thing but either way it would just be water under the bridge you know to the point where the respect has always been there enough that we could always rock with each other you know understandable understandable uh question what's your opinion on the new drake album yeah, it's a hot topic. Everyone's yeah, talking everyone's about talking, it. Everyone's huh? talking. Well, anytime I'll Drake this, drops, I'll you have to talk about I'll it. I'll say it's funny. I'll say this. It's almost like, hey, I'm not allowed to have an opinion because I never sold more records than Drake. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's kind of how he framed it, which is kind of a little fucked up. It's like, that's a short list of people who are allowed to give their critiques then, you know? But I'll say this. Um, I think he gets a lot of undue hate. And even myself in the past, I've held his his like drops like i expect so much yeah especially when he's the best you expect a lot but with this one i feel like a lot of the hate was un undue like when i listened to the album there was like four or five songs where i was like i like this song a lot but i get it like what there's like 21 songs or something it's just like bro like whenever i listen to my favorite albums except for like top five albums of all time not every song on it is good and it's like some people are gonna like some songs some people are gonna like other songs and it's like a lot of my american friends were hating on it too and it's like that song um what far away from home uh, I never listened to that album yet. Something like that. Away from home or something like that. Bro, the song is about Toronto. It's about growing up in Toronto. So much lines he said. It's like, fuck, I lived that. Mm-hmm. Like, even for me, super specifically, like, like he was talking about, like, sleeping at Metalworks and shit like that. It's like, fuck, I've done that shit before, fam. Or, like, talking about watching, um like, like DeVoe and Corey and these guys play ball and shit. It's like, I was at these same games. I saw Drake at these games. Like, yeah. you know, like, this was before he was even famous. This was before he was Jersey Drake. My this brother was like, playing against those niggas and shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, we were there at the games, fam, rolling deep, too. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's like, so it's like, for certain things like that, it's a super Toronto thing where we're it's going to mean more to us. But, like, yeah, like, the song with J. Cole, Fire. Did you relate to the line where he was like, I'm bi? 
I didn't hear that I one. There's a, cu- there, there a couple lines on there. I was like, whoa. <laughs> For sure, a couple lines there. I was like, ah. But um, fuck, niggas said crazier shit, man. Um, <laughs> so my thing is like, I always liked Drake. I never had him as my favorite artist. I was more like a Kanye guy. I've always listened to his albums, though. I like The Weeknd more than Drake. But yeah. I don't personally think Drake's dropped a good album in like, let's say... 10 years like since like views what's the definition of a good album i think i think if you're gonna say great album that's fair because greatness is a super high standard good album bro like what's a good album like well the way i listen to music i don't literally i don't i hate shuffling it's like maybe it's like an add thing for me or whatever Mm. you would want to call it but like i don't like shuffling music i like turning an album on listen listen from song one to 12 and then going to the next album i don't or or going to artists and maybe like maybe with an artist i'll do like their top three, like the top six that they have on on Apple Music or whatever. Sometimes, like if I'm just like if it's like a Central C who I don't like his albums, but like his top six songs are cool, so I'll rock with those six songs or whatever. Okay. But then with Drake, I feel like he every album, for example, like Scorpion, I I'd, I thought that was a decent album in the sense that it had a lot of bangers. Like it had like God's Plan, it had like um just or not just hold what's that the uh, yeah nonstop like uh so he had like all these like big big songs on it. But you're not able to sit down and listen to the album because that album is first off too long, too many misses, too many this. So it's like I don't fall for the Drake hype anymore. I kind of been like diluted to it, right? So it's like oh, two I'll, questions for that. Though. Yeah, for one, don't you notice that with a lot of Drake albums, like until he says what the single is and drops a video for it, kind of things, like it kind of like people can't really figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. I even remember for Hotline I, Bling, I swear that song was out already, and then when he dropped the video, it became a hit. I don't know. I don't think so. I think. Okay, first, first, like I just want to stay on Scorpion because we're just talking about it. What was that song that um the comedian dude made it as a meme and then it became the biggest song of the album? You know what I'm talking about? I forget what it was, but Drake, I know for a fact Drake thought, yeah, in my feelings, like that, like that song was literally just like a yeah, that was a that was a wash song. This guy Shiggy, whatever his name was, yeah, made it like a meme. It became the internet meme, and yeah. it became the number one song. That's what I'm saying. It was a good song, but it's like but it was going over our heads a little bit. But he, was, he but brought I think it to Drake, life. I think Drake even let it go over. His, I think that was a toss away for him too, because he never brought nothing to. I think like the song that Drake. How do you know, how do you, what if they played Shiggy to do that? Maybe, but maybe like I, the ones that I think that Drake was trying to push on, like that album, for example, is like the song with Michael Jackson. I sh- I'm sure he paid a bag for that song. Yeah, and I remember brick. that song when it first came out. Yeah, they were trying to push it, and I it was on the radio and shit like every day. I did. Yeah. I think I did like it. It's just not like. Bro, certain, that's what I'm saying too. Like, okay, so my newest song, I don't think it's my best song ever, but it has, it has so much life to it. Sometimes hit records are just songs that have a lot of life to them. Like mm-hmm. Soldier Boy, Tell Him. Like, you know, yeah. like, it's just it's just a random song with a lot of life to it and a lot of youthful enthusiasm where it's like, fuck, bro, I don't know what it is, but this, it just has it, that it factor. So, you know? my, so my judgment scale of like Drake albums, if I want to listen to it like week one or whatever, is like, I'll, I have a lot of friends. Obviously, I live in Toronto. I have a lot yeah. of friends whose favorite artist is Drake. Yeah. So I hit up like four of them and I was like, yo, what do you think of the album? No one said it was good, first off. But no I one think, said it was bad. But like, I think none Drake of those fans guys said are, it was bad. Like I said, Drake fans are almost some of the worst for this. But no, I'm no, not, no, huge... not, my, not my friends. Not my, my friends aren't like stands. They're not oh, okay, just like, okay, oh, I'm gonna do whatever the, you do, the, they're gonna dick something. The stands are fucked. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're not like stands, but they're like, they're like, they they think Drake's music is the best, especially because that's where we hear all the time. Yeah. But the number one response I got from it was I only listened to it once. I gotta listen to it again. And in my opinion, that only applies to Drake. Like a lot of Drake albums, everyone's like. I feel that way about Jay Z albums. I I personally like Jay Z album. Well, not even like his new shit. I like old Jay Z. Like Blueprint Three is like one of my favorite albums ever. Like every time I listen to that, it brings me back to like my but high school football like days. And them shit. niggas like like back then, like with Jay Z and Nas and all of them, like they used to have a lot of songs on their albums that bro. Weren't that, good. That, that's what I'm trying to say. So like Blueprint Three is one of my favorite albums of all time. I can listen. I can literally recite every like single every song single on that song, album because right? like okay. when I listen to it, I listen to it front and back. Same with like Watch the Throne, front and back. Like graduation, front and back. So you want to know? You want to know my favorite songs off the thing? What? I, honestly, off it's the Drake album. Up. Yeah, off the, my number one favorite song. Is, is it the song where he says "I'm by"? No, I don't think so. I don't know what song that is. I just I, see it everywhere. I, I only, and everyone's I only like heard this shit a couple times, so I'm not gonna act like I'm an expert on the album. But even it's fucked up to say that this is my favorite song because I, I I really don't like "Sexy Red" and everything she's doing to the culture. But the Drake "Sexy Red" and "Scissor" song, banger. You're a scissor banger. Stand. You're a scissor. No, no, stand. I love no, you, there's there's two scissor songs on there. They're both good. I am. Hold on. I am. Hold on. For when it comes to SZA, I am a stan. Yes. <laughs> she's beautiful. She's talented. What do you want me to say? She's great. <laughs> I'm not going to not gonna not stand on that. She's amazing. But the Sexy Red is actually one who made the song sick. It's like a strip club anthem. It's like, oh, this is amazing. If I go to a strip club, I have to hear that song. 
Like, and almost if the song comes on and I don't have ten racks, I'm gonna feel like a waste man. When did Sexy Red come out? <laughs> when did she come out? This yeah. year. Like, I've sure never heard of her until like this that that one clip with the the, the bro. The she's for sure. Shit. She's a for sure industry plant. Ski. Just like how Lizzo came out and they were like, oh, this is perfect. Let's push her. Same shit with Sexy Red, but. The song is a hit, and she's talented. There's no denying it. There was a one song that I heard with J. Cole, and I, I like I like J. Cole, and I Bro. thought that was one of his better songs he's made in like a decade. I'm not a huge J. Cole fan. That was the best yeah. I ever heard J. Cole rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was like, fam, Drake's a great artist, but like J. Cole, I don't want to say he did him dirty on that track, <laughs> but he kind of like was trying to body him on his own track. I was like, yo, fam, nah, I feel like, like it's just the biggest platform he can have because like he doesn't he doesn't he make do sure numbers yeah, anymore, right? He makes so sure he like, snaps on other people's shit because yeah. he needs to, fam. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, that that verse on it was probably one of the better parts of the album. J. Cole really snapped. But no, I'm telling you, fam, like I was listening to this shit because like, I, I took it in what Joe Budden said, right? And then this is before I, I listened to the album. So I went listening to it, expecting it to be mad immature and shit like that. And I was like, it's not really. Like the shit that he's saying is like, it's pretty standard. Like, especially yeah. like from Drake. It's like, I don't really expect this nigga to get on his soapbox and start saying a bunch of political shit. Like, you know. Mm. Yeah, well, yo, Mishi, play the, the Joe Button clip right now. Don't actually, you don't have to actually do it, but like, play, put it in, insert it to the pod, because like, mm-hmm. I want people to hear what Joe Button said, mm-hmm. and I don't really disagree with it. Yeah, yeah, like I, I don't. Like bro, I, my I, whole thing is like, two things could be true. Joe Button didn't even say it was trash. Joe Button just said you're coming from this point of view that's very young, and you're trying to appeal to kids, and all your your people who you're hanging that we see you hanging out with right now are kind of mm-hmm. young, and it's just like. I guess that's true, but like if, if Drake's doing it because it works, right? So it's like that's already his own thing. And then you have to look at the other thing that Joe Budden said. He said, you need more friends your age. To me, it was almost like Joe Budden was saying, like, you need to hang out with niggas like me. And, <laughs> and like, bro, I really, I really looked at this really deep too. I'm like, bro, if Drake would have had a conversation with Joe Budden a week prior to the album dropping, called him up, Joe, what do you think I need? Da 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 da. Joe would have broke it down to him, right? Like, all right. If you would have called him two days later and said, Yo, yo, Joe, you were right. I just I just went and and did this track, and I did what you said. Didn't even actually do it. Yeah. Just send him a track that he already had. It was already going to be on the album. Joe would have listened to that shit and be like, yeah, exactly what I've been saying. Yeah. Fire. And then when it dropped, he would have been all over. It's like, like bro, it, yeah. yeah, niggas want to be involved. Like, but, And I understand a nigga like Joe Budden, he's a big voice in hip-hop, wanted to be involved with Drake, the biggest voice in hip-hop. He was like, bro, like, he's just saying, like, yo, some of us old heads feel uninvolved. And I get that. I get where he's coming from with like, that. I, I, that's like the, like... Don't judge me when you're outside the club type shit. But yeah. it's also like, I don't think Joe Budden's wrong for saying Drake raps below his age because it is a meme that like people say all the time, like, I just can't relate to Drake's music because yeah. he'd be rapping about some rich nigga shit. Like not age, Fair but some rich nigga shit that you can't relate to. And it's like, I'm sure Drake takes that like criticism mm-hmm. and says, okay, let's chill out on my rich shit. Like, yeah. like I can lose, like, for example, like he, like when he's gambling and shit, he's losing a million dollars in a, in a yeah, single no one session. Wants to hear him rap about it's that. like, yeah, like nobody would ever want to hear that, but it's like to him, that's his life. And like, that's yeah. the shit that you're supposed to be rapping about when you're rapping. I'll it's about your life. Things, but it's like, bro. yo, that's not relatable to anybody. Yeah. And that's what makes Jay-Z so great that he was able to grow and his raps grew with him. Yeah. And it's like, bro, rap is a young man's game. I haven't seen too many niggas rap about old nigga shit that it sounds cool. Yep. So it's like, bro, what, like you have to remember, there's money on the line. Like he's the number one artist. He's trying to remain the number one artist. I'm pretty sure after he's not the number one artist anymore, and he's just like Andre 3000 vibes, retired and shit. He'll rap different when the, when he's not trying to be the number one guy doing the number one sales. But I also I don't think it just has to be related to the number one guys. It's like all the best biggest artists that that can that their career spanned a decade or more. They switched up. Like they weren't the same person when they came in to when they are. Even if you look at like yeah, Kendrick like, Lamar, but, if you want to okay, look at like a Kendrick, like another a great J. Cole one. or, fam, or even 50, like a Kanye 50 Cent, West. Look at Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent was as hot as Drake was. I don't right? think Fifty, 50 Cent 50 survived Cent, a decade. Though. That's, but that's what I'm saying. When it, when it came time for him to grow up, he wasn't able to do it. Yeah. But Fifty Cent is still one of the best rappers of all time for uh, sure. But like, but you can never put him up with the greats because he didn't span a decade. But that's like, why that, but, that longevity. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But fam, that's why Biggie has it so nice. When you get, when you get yeah, yeah, when you get martyred in and you die in your prime, like fam, if Drake were to die three years ago or last year or right now, like fam, where he would be at in in hip hop would be crazy. Yeah, bigger you know? best promotion for a rapper is death. Yeah, what yeah, Jay Z say? say you you die the hero, live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. I think that's what Drake that's is not going a Jay Z right quote, but yeah, yeah, it's from it. from Dark Knight. But it's, it's not a Dark Knight quote. It is a Dark Knight quote. No, it's like an actual quote that's nah. been around forever. Nah, it's from Dark Knight. The Joker said that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. You see what I'm saying, though? No, just like, I get it. But I think, like, Drake going for Joe Budden's neck over that comment yeah, yeah, is so was, out of pocket. I'm not going to lie. That, that was sounds, a little crazy. Like, that was That's a real, I was hesitant like, to give my opinion, fam. Bro, that was a very, <laughs> very light-skinned moment. 
Gary yeah, light skin yeah, yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have a lot of those. But he's like, I was like, he's light skin. He's light skin. I can see Jimmy doing this. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. He was not in the mood to hear it. He heard Joe Budden's voice and said, "Yo, guys, said you were never good. You were never good. You were. You're not even in our class. You're just a podcaster." It's like, oh, nigga. Yeah, I know. Trust me, me be on the podcast right now and watch him. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I'm kind of doing the exact same thing, but uh, not here. Like that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of times, fam, two things can be true, and people don't want to accept that. It's like. Some of the things Joe Budden said was true. I don't know if all the things he said was true. And like, obviously he always throws his shots to try to be an entertaining like podcaster and shit like mm-hmm. that. But it's like a lot of the shit that, that Drake said was true too. But like, it was more mean. Like it was yeah, just like, no, it was, it was like, getting yeah, at the niggas. Yeah. yeah it's sure. like, you don't have to say all that. <laughs> but, like, but I wouldn't say that none of the shit he was saying was true. But I, I don't necessarily think that Joe Budden wants to be Drake. Like I said, I just think he actually genuinely wants to be Drake's friend. I actually do think that. And I think like, bro, that's it's it's fucked up when it comes off like that when niggas are arguing, but it's like, bro, they they're literally having like a back and forth about the fact that he feels like he should be in the room. Like his voice matters more than Kai Sinat's. His voice matters more than Drewski's. It's how he sees it. Mm-hmm. But Drake doesn't see it that way. Yeah. Cuz like but he is very relevant to niggas that can to like, old heads. Not even to old heads. Like, all my friends, like, you guys, like, Tristan, all those guys, like... We're all they, pretty old, They fam. They listen to Joe Budden's podcast. Yeah, we're all like, pretty old, though, fam. I wouldn't say old head, though. Like, I'm, But but this is the thing that people actually need to understand. Drake is actually trying to cater to, like, 17, 18, 19, yeah. 20, 21-year-olds. And that's all he's saying. He's like, bro, like, that's childish. Yeah. Like, which but, is true. It's like... But, okay, but is the check childish? That That's the thing. It's just like, like I, I like two things could be true. It's like he's doing something childish and he's the best at it. Well, it's like, for example, like content creation, The fa- my favorite YouTubers I grew up with like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I don't watch any, like almost any of them now because I just don't feel like they're doing the same thing that Drake's doing. It's like they know that the consumers are usually the 15 to 20-year-olds and it's like me making content for people that are my age that grew up with me isn't even worth it financially because they um, like let's say 30 percent of them just stopped watching youtube in general because like they have a life now yeah. so it's like they're gonna obviously adjust their game plan to go cater to those guys and it's like cool go do your thing and yeah. it's like that's probably why like i just said like recently it's like i haven't listened to like a drake album on the drop like in like years because it's like i'm not excited for drake i don't think drake's dropped a good album in like five years but, but even see with that though it's like i feel like that's an age thing fam at my age i don't listen to no drops for example the, i don't listen to but i'm just saying i don't listen to any drops the day that it drops but when i was young when i was 20 21 22 brother i used to study this stuff like it was my homework like hmm. i used to really study like drops like you know i wanted to be a part of the drop me and your brother would sit there and, and wait to the countdown on yeah. that piff for the drop like no no i get that i don't but it's do like, that no more because i'm too old for that shit i get that but it's like i can't say it's an age thing because when kanye did the donda drop i was on like apple music streaming at work trying to find like a place to go to to like watch this the the, 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 the like their live performance thing. yeah but and it's ne- like that huh yeah, yeah like that twitch but, stream but that never- apple, he was doing it on apple music and shit and it's like that shit was like legendary and it's like that yeah. music is relatable because he's not dumbing it down for the age demographic i'll say two things for one you never know when your last drop is going to be that might have been your last yeah, drop that maybe. you tuned into. Last Kanye um, drop for sure. For two, I'll say like, bro, this is one of the things what makes me step away from rap. And it's not to say like, oh, boo-hoo. But it's just like, bro, like rappers really get held to crazy standards that other artists don't get held to. For example, let's say if it's Drake and people are going to say like, that nigga doesn't really slide and shit like that. It's like, well, does anyone is anyone concerned if Beyonce actually got her heart broken or not? <laughs> like, it's just entertainment. Like, is Ooh. anyone concerned if Keanu Reeves actually knows how to murder 30 people while dodging 30 bullets well, at the same time? he does his own time? stunts, bro. Okay, well, Tom Cruise does too, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, bro, like, doing your own stunts, like, come on, like, Jackie Chan type shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just like, even for that, like they, those guys get held to a bonus. So it's cool if you want to say like, oh, this rapper actually does the stuff. He give that guy the bonus, but don't hold it against someone who's like either like, you know, well, not, not in the streets, like how they're rapping about or two um, fucking. Yeah. Like he's not, Bro, I understand why he doesn't want to make mature music. It doesn't, it's not the number one selling music. That's not the market he's going for. He's trying to be the number one artist. You have to cater to the people. But he who are does the one try consumers. to do like catering to like different sets of people. Like yeah. he does that all the time. And it's like, I just don't feel like it hits. Like, uh, I don't know. This is again, this is just my opinion. I'm not saying it's an objective opinion, but I feel like the lack of growth in his music is what makes like a lot of people not fuck with Drake as much. But then again, his yeah. numbers are always going to be remultiplying because he's getting the new age over and over again because yeah, yeah. he is the biggest. And you guy. could be right, but it's just like how many people had a run like this? This is a years no, long. No, for run sure, now, for right? sure. But it's like 
For example, Jay Z had a run like this. Jay Z no, did. No, Jay- no, 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 no. You guys are being crazy. No, he Jay-Z did not. Jay Z was making 50, movies listen, in listen, the nine. Oh, making music 50, in the nineties. Fifty Cent had a comparable run to this, but it didn't last as long. Bro, are you delusional? Kanye West had a had a a pretty good run, but not comparable to this. Mishu, look up when Kingdom Kung came out, but I'm pretty sure it was no, like '98. Brother, it was like this guy went from like '98 to like listen, 2015. No, DMX came out in that time was better than than Jay Z. Nelly was better than Jay Z. Ludacris was better than Jay Z. All these guys came up and were all be- even. 50 okay, Cent. so what are you saying? Longest run at number I'm saying one? The, yeah, the, yeah. This is like this is like LeBron James. It's like what LeBron's doing. Yeah. Like, you know like again, saying? it's like I I feel like And with that being said, like I was funny because earlier I wanted to say, like, bro, like with, with Drake keeping shit young, it's like if LeBron James was able to add all these young guy moves to his game. If every year he was doing the James Harden step back and adding to his game, but it's just like he's not able to do that. Like Drake is just staying relevant to the game. As the game is evolving, he's kind of changing the shit. And it's not me to just be all over him, fam. It's just like a lot of shit that he does, it's like, yeah, that's why I'm not as great as him. Me, I, I kind of get stuck in my ways. I, I do what works. This guy's forever pushing the boundaries. And sometimes he takes flack for it. But, bro, he's doing it and it's working. If the sales are there, how could you argue with that? Like, you know, especially like Taylor Swift right now. Everything she's doing is obviously working. I don't hear the same type of criticism for her. Imagine Taylor Swift right now on top of the world just had the number one tour, all this shit. Everyone's saying uh, her album's just mid. She needs to step it up. It's something in her personal life. Like it's like, bro, the, no, number, no, no. the numbers don't support what you're saying. But no, no, I, of course. Like I'm, I'm only saying my opinion. I'm only saying my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and what yeah, I, I relate that. to. Obviously, I know what Drake's tours numbers are going to be doing. Yeah. I also find it weird that he was only in the Scotia Bank instead of like the Rogers Center. Like I think I, that's I love right. how they 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 did the change the title of it. October's very own arena. That was cool. No, I, that should have been in the Rogers Center. There's no oh, it should have been like, for sure, for sure. With the, bro, with, with the roof open would have been nuts. It's Drake. It's, yeah. But it's like, I, I I get it. Like, he's going to be doing the numbers. He's going to pull the numbers. But it's like the same criticism does come towards Taylor Swift all the time. It's like, bro, she's like 35 years old making music for 16-year-olds. And a lot of people do comment on that. Oh, I never know. And it's that. like her main fan base are 16 to like 8, 20-year-old girls. Yeah. And it's like... People say that all the time that it's weird, and a lot of like her older fans say like, like the music I grew up with isn't the same. Like I don't want to listen yeah. to that same shit now. So it's, hey. it is kind of the same criticism. Obviously, yeah. like to be a Swifty is like a thing, so yeah. people are gonna ride on it. And the thing is, is like, bro, like if you want more mature music, go listen to Adele. But let me ask you this: so oh, that since we're on Drake, how you feel about the little the little hair clips and shit like that? I think that's. <laughs> I, I think watch your tone i think he's doing too much and that, that's what i'm trying to say he's trying to relate to too many people doing that stuff wearing nail polish and all that well, shit. i don't think he's trying to it's, relate to anyone i think hair clips. there's that, no way i've never seen anyone else with those hair clips but it's but like if i was to say if i was to show you like like let's say we were to put jay wiz I, I photoshopped a picture of jay wiz with that exact haircut and i showed it to you what would your first response be i would call him and i'd say fam what's going on exactly because <laughs> you'd be like yo this shit but is gay it's like i wouldn't say necessarily gay but okay well gay not as homosexual gay There's as a few in things he's gay. doing where it's like where it's like it even makes me wonder but i look at it i'm like i get it from a marketing standpoint and it's just like it's like it's like biggie with the kooji sweaters which is obviously way more hip-hop tupac with the bandana which is obviously way more hip-hop but you have to remember, Drake is almost like the bridge between people who aren't hip hop and then bringing shit into hip hop. But, 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 like, but, but what he's trying to do is do something that's iconic. So now, if you see someone with these clips in their hair, oh, they're they're doing a Drake impression, you know, and th- that type of stuff for marketing wise is actually pretty powerful. It but, helps you get to that next I level would, of being I would iconic. Also, I would also say the only people that would do that clip in the hair stuff are probably like twenty one year olds, like twenty two year olds. Like, you're for, not gonna see I'm, a grown I'm saying, man I'm saying for Halloween, that. for Halloween this year. Oh, for Halloween, yeah, yeah. But Bear, saying, watch how many people do that for Halloween. But this I'm year. saying if you want to try, to, like if if he's trying to make that a style, like oh, a, like no, a no, trend. I don't, I don't think like you would only I, catch like young people doing that shit. There's no way he's trying to make that a trend. There's no way. There's no way. I don't think that's what it is. He's trying to do something that only he could do. I think that's what it is. I get that. I get that argument, but then it's like. I don't know. I think that's weird. Because fam, even think about it. Let's say next week I start doing that. That's glazing. But like, it, and everyone would know it too. It's like he's he literally made it so only he could do that and only his fans can do that. But there's always been like the weird thing that artists do that they want to make their thing. Like yeah, you know what the, I mean? Like May MJ with the one glove. That's or, also, this or is, like, this is like, one glove. like uh like Kanye with those like random yeah. glasses that are stupid. They're stupid glasses. <laughs> yeah. But they were this like at that time when I was in middle school, I was probably like yeah, it was grade seven, eight, Winona times. It's like yeah. everybody had those glasses. Kanye did it a few times. He did it with those glasses. He did the it with pink the pink polos and shit. Yeah, the pink wearing polos. jerseys. He like, did it with the the jeweled mask. Yeah, yeah. Like so, that's what I'm saying, fam. And Kanye understands hip hop. He really gets it. And that's what I'm saying. This is one of those things where he's like, I need to leave my mark a little bit. And like, I think know? that Drake's trying to do that. 
That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. It's but hundred percent intentional. But you're but you're saying it's like it's just trying to be like a costume Halloween thing. I, no, there's I'm niggas walking around I'm with those masks he's, all he's the time tr- now. He's trying to be iconic. He's trying to do something iconic. Yeah, and that's gay. Like that was a gay <laughs> like, bro. It's like I don't think why the attempt, putting, I don't think attempting to be iconic is gay. No, but of course it isn't. With, but it's like with, it's a corny. Like his way he did it was corny. It's like a mask isn't corny. Those glasses you can argue were corny, but I was young at the time. You know what I think you should do next? You know what it kind of reminded me of? Big Worm with the rollers in his hair. Yeah, see, like that's but that is hip hop though, because <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. And Big Worm was doing it on some pimp shit. Yeah, and I, I know for a fact that's the angle he's trying to come at it from, and he's trying to just put his own spin on it and shit. Hey, I'm not saying, nigga, you never see me doing it. I'm just saying I understand where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And like, bro, like Cameron with the pink, Biggie with the Kooji and the Versace sweater, Tupac with the with the bandana and the Thug Life tattoo. Lil Wayne with the bape, the purple bape sweater from from um, Hustler music and shit like that. It's, it is really important for these big time artists to have iconic moments. I'm trying to think about one for Jay Z. I guess it's the, the Yankee fit. The Yankee fit. He can't really claim that. So you it's kind of he made up. the Yankee fit more famous than the Yankee game. So he claims. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, I want to turn this uh, conversation. It's still towards the Drake album, but it's a more personal subject. I just wanted to know your what your opinion on this was. So you saw like that um like I've just like again, I've never listened to the album yet. I've only been seeing these quotables that everybody's posting online and stuff and I'm like I'll get to it when I get to it. But on the, on a, one of the songs All the Parties, Drake made a lo- made a bar shouting out Smoke. But he also in that same bar shouted out Doobie Impressa. Do you feel a type of way about that? I I, I would say like it's touchy shit, right? Mm-hmm. It, hit, it hits certain nerves, right? But for me, I don't feel a type of way about it because it's another man and what he's saying. So let him say what he what he feels as long as it's not disrespectful towards me. Yeah. Right? Or disrespectful towards my people. It was respectful like, towards yeah, Smokey yeah. for sure. It's he's just like, like RIP to the dog. Yeah, yeah. The way I feel about it is like what he's saying is like is like I ideally is cool and like in like a perfect world type shit, you know? But it's like this the reality of things is different, right? So it's like a lot of times you know, niggas say like It'd be so simple if things could be this way or that way, but it's like life isn't so simple, you know? So do you think like from your perspective, because obviously you are way more involved in a lot, do you think Drake should have done his due diligence to realize like those parties shouldn't be in, involved in the same bars? Or oh, no, he must know think- that. He must know that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, like that's his thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's him saying his own things. Like for me personally, like unless it's like, you know, like some disrespectful shit. Like, don't police what people say, right? Yeah. So he said what he felt was right in the time. He's trying to be artistic. He's getting his shit off, and I don't think it was disrespectful. He was just saying he wishes shit was different. People who are involved know why shit isn't different yeah. and why it could never be. And different. he's not involved, so like he doesn't need yeah. to know the ins and outs of everything. Exactly, right? exactly. And that's why I'm saying, like, bro, and Drake is a what hundred millionaire. He shouldn't be involved, yeah. right? So it's just like it is what it is. It's like you know. And like a lot of people who are involved don't even want to be involved. It's the type of shit that chooses you. You don't really choose it, right? So mm-hmm. it is what it is. All right. Well, I just wanted to ask that because like, I don't know. I found it weird. Like me personally, I, I was I have no involvement in this. And I just wanted to know your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. But I think, all- I think it's just another thing is too, it's just it's so hip hop. So I guess he feels like it's his place to speak on certain things. Especially from Toronto, right? Yeah. And he's doing his best at it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, another personal thing. I, I'm kind of getting at you now. A personal <laughs> thing that I saw you do this week. <laughs> is obviously we see this conflict and shit that's happening in Israel and uh, Palestine. And then I saw you post like a pro-Palestine thing on Instagram. And I just came to you as a friend. I was like, do you think that was right? Like, I I, want to hear your perspective on it because obviously I've heard it already because we had a conversation about it. But I want you to voice your opinion on this quick. I hear what you were saying 100% with the timing. But it's one of those things where with, with like, bro, with certain things there is no right and wrong. There's just like sides and stuff like that. But I get why people would say to me, like, don't choose sides and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, like for sure that makes sense. And it's like even like in hindsight where I see like I would offend certain people and stuff. It's like, bro, at the end of the day, the way I really feel is like innocent lives should always be sacred and shouldn't get involved in this type of shit. Right. But it's just like I see everybody going one way. You know, I'm the type of person to go the other way a lot of times, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, but like, I, I think I do understand that my timing might have been insensitive with a lot of things. And that's the type of stuff I'm trying to work on with. Just, you know, being on camera a lot and having so much eyes watching you as I get older and older, I'm starting to realize the things that I say, it, it holds more weight than, you know, just yeah. being some nobody and saying shit, you know? Yeah. So, like, the way that I saw it was, like, 
everyone has their opinion on the Palestine uh, Israel situation. I personally don't. I think that's going to be a dispute that's going to go on for ages. It's been on going on for three thousand years plus, and it's like it's not. There's no end in sight because they both want the same land. Mm-hmm. So my thing is like when people take a side, it's usually based more on I believe I I, I ride with the Jews or I ride with the Muslims more yeah. than like the countries itself or the states itself. So my thing is like if you were to post like a pro Alice uh like I so I told you this already so like this isn't anything new to you but it's like I told you like if you were to post like a pro Palestine post at any time other than this weekend I wouldn't bat an eye to it I wouldn't even co- re- like respond to you like I I think you have your right to say what think or whatever you want yourself right yeah but to do it after such a like a casualty is like the timing is just making it seem like you're o- like not okay but like you don't like disavow the fact that like these guys did do some fucked up shit. Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. a, a straight up terror attack where it's like, like the EDM festival where niggas just got ran up on, just got killed for no reason. Or but like, see, this is the thing. I don't want to get too much into a political conversation yeah. argument, but it's the same way that if we're going to call that a terror attack, then the response is also a terror attack. And that's the way I always feel with this war shit when it comes to Ukraine and Russia, when it comes to America and Afghanistan and Iraq and Iran. It's like, bro, you can't call one side terrorism. And the other side, whatever the fuck it is. That you well, what call I would it. call terrorism is like if you're doing an attack against civil, uh, like civilians rather than attack against militants. Yeah. That's the like but that's the, my separation. But you see that their response is to bomb whole blocks, bro. There's kids on that block. No matter, even if you said like, because off camera you said that they send out text messages. Yeah, and they, stuff they, like they that. try to alert but everybody. It's like, to leave. bro, like, come on now. Hamas is telling niggas not to party and do EDM festivals because it's against the religion and shit like that. Like, bro, there's so much layers to it, but it's just like. Don't don't for me personally, just don't call one group terrorist and the other group isn't. I don't like that. It's no, like yeah. it's like, bro, either we're all terrorists or none of us are. See, but like, like that's you know? why I'm not trying to I'm not trying to go for like the like the big picture. I'm yeah, going for yeah, the yeah. micro picture of this one scenario happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then within like let's say seventy two hours, you were out here posting like a pro palace. I just saying the timing for me, for is me, off. It of wasn't that. on like a yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like no, like like my response was to I see everyone posting the one side, and for me, I'm the type of person to be like, yo, like chill like you know yeah but, like but i do like i said like yeah when you brought up the timing and everything of it to me it's like yeah like that is fucked up like you know and i and i actually do like it's not like i want to necessarily backtrack but it's like no i do see how that is insensitive mm-hmm. and i don't i'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings or anything like that i obviously have jewish friends i obviously have a lot of muslim friends i have a lot of jewish friends like it's like you know like it's not me picking sides and shit like that i just hate when i see everyone painting someone in one light when it's just like brother like life isn't so black and white there's no right and wrong there's a lot of shades of grays and a lot of things that just like we were talking about with other situations. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of shit that's just like ideally in an idealistic world, we would all just get along. You know, there's so much reasons why we don't. Yeah. Know? No, I get that. And again, like if it's only the timing I have an issue with. I think everyone's free to their own opinions. Obviously other, I'm not yeah. as involved as others. I'm not Muslim or Jewish. And I, like, I don't, I don't have a, like, like a fight in this battle. Obviously yeah. the people who do like a Jewish person will get mad at you for posting it. A pal, like a Israeli or Sorry, a Muslim person would be like, thanks for riding with us. I get that. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, I don't know. It's just the timing. That's all I had. The only issue I had with it, I wouldn't, like, yeah. any other time, wouldn't say shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then, is it, then okay, just not to go back and forth about it, but it's like, these last couple of days, you see a lot of people saying, we stand with Israel, we stand with Israel, we stand with Israel. It's like, they are dropping bombs actively on these people. So it's just like, yeah, it's just it just sucks. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Like it's just like it's not me saying like no, it's a shitty yeah, situation. Yeah. It's just, it's just, they're they're all just war like, shit. bro. When you see stuff like that, the images that you're seeing on like on our phones, on the TV, and stuff like that, I feel like sometimes we're so programmed to be like choose a side. When it's just like, bro, like can everyone just have some humanity for a second and say that this is fucked and this sucks and like the people who are in power letting this happen, like shame on you. Like you know, like yeah. this shouldn't happen. Like you know. Saying you're an interventionist. Unless America should just come through, nah, play cops in the world, and just split really, up everything. Yeah, huh? I don't, I don't, there's no simple answers. <laughs> there is no. There's, there's really no, no simple <laughs> answers unless like uh, like divine intervention or come down and like tell us all like, yo, you guys chill. Well, like even then, I'm sure niggas would go crazy because mm-hmm. it's like let's say like aliens or something came down and said like you guys should all get along. Yeah, we just start beefing with the aliens. <laughs> you know, like yo, it's hard. Uh, hard segue. Hard hard segue. Mm-hmm. This weekend is the Jake, uh, the Logan Paul versus Dylan Dennis fight. You see what happened? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Logan bro! Paul, these yeah, guys Logan are so Paul. unprofessional. So like professionals understand that, like, bro, the, the the lead up to the thing is to sell tickets and shit. These mm-hmm. niggas are throwing water bottles and mics at each other, and um, Logan got his face cut open today. Did he? Oh, I never saw that. Yes, just on my way here, I seen that. Yeah, so he got his face cut open by the mic, and the fight's in two days. I don't know if the fight's gonna still be able to go on. He's saying it is, but it's like. 
Bro, well, that's like, best case scenario for Dylan Dan is, it if, is. if Logan Paul has to pull out. <laughs> because bro. their fight already got canceled. Like to the point where like they switched like who Logan Paul's opponent's gonna be, and everyone was like, I'm not watching this then. So then yeah. they had to retract that and say, Okay, well, like Logan, you're gonna have to suck it up. So then now if like if he doesn't have the opportunity to punch the nigga in his face that was talking shit about his girl this whole time, then it's like he just lost. He yeah. lost it's like it's a huge loss. I'm not gonna lie, it's getting to the point where these celebrity fights where it's like the jig is up, especially when it comes to the Paul brothers trying to fight guys who aren't equal to them. And I actually respect um Jake a lot more as a boxer than Logan. Logan loves to fight guys who are smaller than him. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are saying, like, I was watching, like, Brendan Schaub's uh, podcast, The Fighting the Kid, and he was saying, like, everyone is okay with the celebrity boxing company. Not everybody. A bunch of people are okay with, like, the celebrity boxing scene coming in because it's bringing new eyes to the fight game. Mm -hmm. But then it's, like, what they don't want is the new people to come and change what the fight game is. And Logan Paul, even if it's not him, it's his, he keeps saying it's not my, it's my, uh, not my lawsuit, it's my girlfriend's. But, like, his girlfriend bringing up a lawsuit in the fight game is changing it. Like, you can't make that a norm of, like... Wait, his girl is, is suing for defamation or something? No, no. His, his girl's suing uh, Dylan Dennis. Like, that was why, why the fight oh, almost what? got called off. Because apparently some of the pictures that he was posting were private pictures that he somehow got a hold of. Like, they weren't public nah, pictures. Nah, fuck so off like she, It was, like, shit. a defamation lawsuit yeah, back bro, against okay. him. Yo, Logan? But Logan, no. But see, like, Logan keeps taking this hard-line stance of... This isn't my lawsuit. This is my girl's lawsuit, nah, but fam. I just support her. Whatever. Listen, she's listen, okay, yo, listen. Hard segue again, brother. If you're a man and you disagree with something your woman's doing and she continues to do it, how is that your woman? What are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, but it's a matter. Of her, it's not like what? a matter of her doing anything over. Like, it's her protecting yourself fam. in the way she can, right? brother. Brother, this is has directly to do with his business and yeah. his business ventures. Yeah. She's directly involving herself it when she already got inadvertently involved, which is like, bro, shut up and go sit down because you're a whore and you're making me look bad right now. <laughs> now you're trying to you're trying to like reclaim your own what dignity? Yeah, off that's of a actually lawsuit. what she's doing. It's not gonna work. Let me go beat this guy up. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah. that's crazy. No, nah, I don't honestly, fam. A lot of this stuff has shown um Logan Paul's true colors, and it's like Maybe Jake just doesn't rate him because he just doesn't rate him. Like, but he's I don't just think not it's a. a guy. I don't think it's a matter of like Logan Paul's true colors. Obviously, it is because it's him. But I feel like that's like all of like what Hollywood expects from men nowadays. Because like oh, yeah, you even yeah, seen yeah. the new story of fucking um Will Smith and Jada, and Jada's like, bro, yeah. we, we haven't been we've been separated for seven years now. So it's like all that Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock bro, shit. RIP. They weren't Will even Smith, together. Brother. They weren't even together when yeah. they this guy had to go defend her honor. It's just like yo. You're defending this bitch's honor. Well, she's probably fucking the next dude. Like they were living she was. in separate she's houses. She's fucking at the same August time. Alcina. No, at Telling that time, world. I'm saying oh, like yeah, that yeah, night. Yeah, she was like probably like, night, yeah, like you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's such a violation nah, to like manhood. Him, she probably gave him some that night. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that's such a violation to manhood. You know, like it's wild. <laughs> yo, and it's bro. like yo, we could be we could be pointing out these one and two scenarios of like Logan Paul, Will Smith, or whatever. Yeah. But it's like I feel like this is what they want like the modern man to be. Yeah, and that's that agenda shit where I feel like yeah, fam. Like it's certain things like I feel like. That's why I tell you, bro, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be in Hollywood. They won't accept me. They'll yeah. tell me, you can't treat your women like how you do. And I'll say, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's like. not even that. It's like they want you to act a way towards your woman, but the woman can act whatever way they want yeah. towards you. Yeah. So it's like this, Nina's fucking up this guy Logan's like whole business. But then it's like Logan has to be able to stand behind his woman. No, it's crazy. Or, or, or Will Smith is like this girl like doesn't have any like like she by no definition, in my opinion, they're married because they, they weren't living together. They weren't raising kids together anymore. Yeah. They weren't doing any of this stuff. No ties. But then when someone offends her, he has to go do the manly job of stand up for her. And she's yeah. not even doing the womanly job of being a wife. Like, you know what I mean? Facts. So it's like, it's like, that's where I think that whole disconnect of everything is. And like, that's where they're trying to like push what men should be nowadays. And too. I hate it, bro. And, and yeah. hey, I just want to clarify this too. Because even on my, I went on that podcast players play and I feel like certain things got misconstrued in the clips. I don't think it was misconstrued. I think hey, it was just bro, the way so you... Certain times like, like, bro, people take it as like, I'm just this asshole. And I say it's my way or the highway, which to a certain extent is true. Like, I like my woman to... <laughs> this guy said misconstrued. <laughs> misconstrued? Said, they repeated to, the same thing and said, it's true. To a certain extent. <laughs> but listen, man. I like my woman to be tamed. And I'm the wild one. But I know and I and I, and I I use things, like, in my life to keep myself tamed. Where I'm like, okay, Jimmy, you're getting a little too wild right now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, draw yourself in. Bro, I could never be living life where I'm the tame one and my bitch is out here living wild. And I got to say, oh, Jimmy, this bitch is wild and you got to put her back in place. Bro, that's a headache. I don't know how you niggas live like that. And on top of it, when you're telling the bitch how to act, she's saying no. Woman. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, like I said, man, I don't know how you guys do it, bro. But like, yeah, like the women in my life and my woman specifically is really good to me. And like, if there ever were to be more women and stuff, I would just expect them to act accordingly. Cause it's just like, I already see with my girl, like, this is how a woman is supposed to act. I already have it. So it's just like when I see people out here like, oh, no, the girls aren't like that anymore and stupid shit like that. It's like, buddy, who are you telling? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, you could have it that way. You could have it that way. Just make sure that you tell girls how you want it so that if they say I'm not about that, then keep it moving, brother. Because mm-hmm. you can't be sitting there trying to change somebody. And that's what so many people are trying to do these days. And that's why you see so many toxic relationships where people are trying to change the other person and they're both trying to change each other. At least one of you has to get what you want. Yeah. Like, what the hell are we talking about? No, I, I, I agree with the. I think both of you should get what you want. You should both communicate it and both get what you want. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of people out here who don't even communicate what they want. And both people are just all biting their tongue because this person looks good on the gram. It's couple goals. Yeah. Let me just let me just get a year or two out of this. That's retarded. What are you doing? You, you, only, you only have so many good prime years of your life. Yeah, no, no, I feel that. I feel that. But you weren't misconstrued on your plan. You said the same <laughs> shit just now. Like, what the fuck? Nah, like for me, it was like, like you know what it was that, was that I felt was really misconstrued? And it's like, yo, shout out to the Players Play podcast. Like, they're cool and everything. Like, you know? But I just felt like they try to frame it a certain way where it was like, and, and it was my bad too. I had to watch the things that I say. He said, how do you feel about being loyal in a relationship and da 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 And it's like, bro, I'm actually a super loyal person. I'm loyal to a fault sometimes. No, but, but your definition lo- of yeah, loyal is different than exactly. their definition and I knew what I knew what their definition was of loyal. So I was trying to use their definition when it comes to being monogamous and stuff like that. But no, when it comes to sticking by what I say with my woman and this and that and treating her a certain type of way and standing on what I said, 100% I'm super loyal. I'm always going to do what I said. And I'm always going to, you know, if I come into a situation, any type of situation, I'm not going to hide my girl and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not that type of dude where, oh, for this weekend, I don't got a girl. I'm not that type of guy. Like, my girl, she's solid. So I'll, I'll be real about it. I got her. She's the mother to my children and shit like that. And a lot of people don't like that type of shit. They feel like, oh, bro, what? Like, that's how you're living? And it's just like, bro, I don't got to explain myself to you. I don't got to over-explain myself to anyone. But I just don't like getting taken out of context where people think I'm not a loyal person. I'm a very loyal person. I just, I don't believe in that. No, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. All right, we're going to have to wrap it up here. It's been a good episode. Do you have anything else you want to get off your chest? Shit, man. Uh, go Colorado, man. You know, them Buffaloes are coming oh, out, man. Shit. We here. You know, We're not coming no more. We here. Uh, yeah, just good luck to them boys for the game. And um. I think I think that's about it. I think we you touched good? everything else. Yeah. All right. Well, that's been another episode of uh, Northern Ruckus. Boy TJ here with Jimbo. Yes, sir. Peace out, boys. Peace.